0: Welcome, everyone. This is Michael Blue, and you've connected to the Fellowship of Kingdom Professionals, the podcast, but we are cultivating makers and shapers of culture. Prepare for a riveting time in the principles and practices of the king and of his kingdom. You are about to be charged, challenged, and changed. I know you're ready. Let's go. Let us pray at this time. Father, we thank you that you've given us this opportunity to be a part of what you are doing in the earth and you are cultivating and raising up men and women to be your kingdom professionals. And we thank you. We ask you, oh God, that you would guide and direct us today that all that we do and all that we say will be that which is pleasing in your sight. For we know that without you, we are nothing. We know that without you, we can do nothing, but with you, all things are possible to those who believe. Cover us now. Bless those who are at work on their way to or from. We ask you, oh God, that those who are working from home and all of the brothers and sisters, that you would prosper them. but Let them know that that prosperity is for your glory. And in Jesus name. We believe it. Amen. Uh, there are a number of things um, that, uh, Brother Spears, you know that's the truth. You know it's the truth. Khadijah Khadijah Rogers said, you used to hide in chorus class. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That's exactly right. All right. Listen. Um, We're not going to go through all the uh, observances that are imminent for this week, but I will mention Veterans Day on the 11th. We certainly want to uh honor those who have served our nation in the military we want to honor all of them and i encourage you that if you are a veteran or if you are um, part of a veteran's family please know that we honor you the honorable bishop christopher Edwards said, we honor you thank god for you being with us t- today And I want to say again, that if you're a veteran, we salute you. If you're part of a veteran's family, we salute you. Also uh, coming up this week is uh, Caregiver's Day. I think that's tomorrow, Caregiver's Day. And we talked about how important it is um, so many people are being stretched and even stressed in this season. Uh, taking care of parents, taking care of children, uh, taking care of others' children, of course, those who are in health care. Uh, matter of fact, one of the observances of this week is also uh, OR nurses. And we salute all of the health care individuals and those who give care in general. And that's what we want to say to you. If you are in a position where you're giving care for whatever reason, special care such as medical care, uh, child care, but even if you are, as all of us are, responsible to some demographic and you're giving care to your fellow citizens, maybe you're in government, you're giving care to customers, you're in retail or some other, you're giving care to clients, you're giving care to patients, please make sure that you are taking care of yourself Make sure that you're doing due diligence to take care of yourself because if you are not a caregiver to yourself first, there will not be anybody around to care for those others for whom you are caring. Are you listening to me? In other words, if your mother is ill and you're taking care of your sick mother, just remember that if you don't take care of yourself, there may not be anybody around to take care of mother. You understand what I'm saying? So whoever your constituency is, just remember they need you to take care of yourself. We were praying yesterday concerning hypertension in the lives of God's people. And I'm going to say it again. If you don't take care, and I'm reminded of a commercial that used to go out and used to target African-American males And they were talking about taking care of blood pressure and it said, do it for yourself and for all the loved ones in your life. It's absolutely right. Take care of yourself. It's not selfish to take care of yourself, to be self-absorbed. Yes. To be self-seeking, self-centered. Yes. But to be self-sustaining, God created you and gave you the responsibility to be self-maintaining. he gave you systems by means of which you can be self-sustaining, but you've got to, uh, you've got to accept that responsibility. You and I must accept that responsibility. All right. All right. Um, I want to say in uh, in respect to what has taken place with the election, We are all God's kingdom people. And so I address you as a fellow kingdom citizen. We're citizens of America, yes, but we're primarily citizens of the kingdom of God. And therefore, remember that in God's kingdom, there are diverse ideologies. All people are equal and are equal worth in the sight of God. All ideas are not equal in their validity or in their value, consequently but all people are equal and therefore are to be treated with human dignity. And certainly all believers should be treating others with the highest kind of dignity. I did a little post on Facebook on my page that speaks about the dignity with which we should conduct ourselves, whether we supported the winning candidate or whether we supported the losing candidate. And I know there's still some debate that's going on. My point simply is that as believers we are called to a higher standard a higher level of deportment and disposition and because of that i have challenged all of god's people that if we have done anything by way of some demeaning or insulting uh disparaging uh meme or graphic or language and rhetoric in social media that we God's people would take that down. There's no place for us. We can debate about ideas all day. What's right about immigrants, what's wrong about immigrants. That's fine. But when we start getting into name calling and we get into smear tactics and we begin to sound and look just like the world, then how can we be a light or an example to the world? When the level of our discourse and rhetoric is just as base as that of the world. And so I encourage you, make sure that whatever we do, we do it. Whatever we say, we say it with dignity. Remembering that at the end of the day, we're kingdom first. Are you listening to me? So any of us that have gotten all into whether people have the right kind of tongues or not and all of those things. Listen, take all of that down. Somebody says, well, well, there was some things said about angels from different uh, continents and all of that. Listen, just, just leave that, just leave that. Don't be called out into an area where we know, we don't know what in the world that's about, right? So don't even be pulled into that. Don't you know that the world on the outside views all of us the world on the outside views all of us as weird views all of us as in many cases fanatics and there are many who wish that the whole system of religion and faith would just totally go away all right and so please remember that we are called to the kingdom of God's standard of dignity of respect and whatever needs to be proven, God will prove it. All right. God bless you. And, uh, I say more about that again in that post and also prior to yesterday's lesson. And so, uh, please, please stay with that. Stay with that. All right. Uh I, I don't want to miss anything as we prepare to go into our main discussion. If you look at the book of first Chronicles chapter uh, 29, that's where our, that's where our theme, that's where our theme uh, now derives. All right. It's first Chronicles chapter 29. So I said, brother blue, you must be a Democrat cause you saying this stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, regardless of what party affiliation that an individual has. And you certainly, unless you're not listening well, can't determine what party affiliation that I'm speaking from. I'm speaking from the kingdom of God affiliation. If the Republican man had gotten the same position, I would say the same thing. Those who followed me down through the years will tell you that we don't vacillate based upon partisanship and based on color, but God's word and God's word's principles are right at all times, in all contexts, under all circumstances. All right, we pray for them all. If they uh, come up with a policy that's contrary to the word of God, we lovingly and respectfully, but clearly repudiate them all, but that's it we're going to honor god and honor his people let's go on to first chronicles chapter 28 uh 29 verse uh we'll read begin reading at verse 10 uh, 11 excuse me verse 11. david is speaking david says thine O lord is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine thine is the kingdom o lord and thou art exalted as head above all. Verse 12, listen to this kingdom professional. Listen to this, both riches and honor come of thee. Comes from God, not from the devil, comes from God. Both riches and honor come of thee and thou reignest over all and in thine hand is power and might. Listen to this clause. And in thine hand, it is to make great and to give strength unto all. I've been emphasizing that that phrase to make great, because what that means is to make a prodigious in impact, to make influential. All right. God is the one who can make you influential. God told uh, Abram before he became Abraham, he said, if you obey me, I will make of you what a great nation. I will bless thee. I will make thy name great. God wants to make something great of you. I'm in the book of Genesis chapter 12 and verse one, and he wants to give you a great name. Kingdom professional. Hear me when I say it. I said, God wants to make something great of you. And God wants to make your name great or give you a great name. Now, As simple as this reading might seem to be, and we've we've got a guest, so I've got to hurry. Uh, as, As simple as this reading might seem to be, you'd be amazed at how many people do not understand that riches and honor, I mean, verse 12, come from God. They come from God and thou reignest over all and in thine hand is power and might. And in thine hand it is to make great. God can cause there to be a fame to go out where you're concerned. God is the one who can cause you to be recognized. Now, can Satan exploit those things and and manipulate those things and cause detriment? Of course he can. The Bible said he is the thief. Yes, yes. He can take those things that belong to God and misappropriate them or cause us to misappropriate them. But they don't belong to him. They belong to God. He is the source. God is the source. You follow that? And so whenever we have riches and honor in their rightful place, And in their rival perspective, in our minds, uh, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the expectation that if you serve with excellence, whatever your professional area is, that part of the outcome will be even material riches. There's nothing wrong with that. God gave that to David, but that's not why David sought after God. David didn't seek God for riches. He sought God for God. And God raised him up and made him the quintessential kingdom professional. God gave him fame that has lasted. David was on the earth about a thousand B.C. That means three thousand years ago, this fellow came on the scene. And, you know, right now he is more famous than he was when he was alive. God gave him a great name, a name that outlived him. Let's go on. Verse 13. Now, therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. In other words, because of all that you've done, because of all that you've given, because of all that you have accomplished. We thank you. November is the month of Thanksgiving. And we are taking this month to say that we are thankful. That is grateful professionals. That's why we're here. We have uh, a great professional who is uh going to talk to us for a few minutes today and uh, converse with me. And uh, I'm really excited about her, excited about her journey. Um, uh, I've known her for many years, but I've gotten to know her, excuse me, got to know her uh, up close since, actually since FKP, since from 2015 coming forward when this started. um, We've gotten an opportunity to know one another even better. She is the sister of Pastor Gloria Smith who is of course the wife of Bishop Leon Smith and we ask that you pray for Bishop Smith in the passing of his mother they're in that season of bereavement but uh, her name is Fleeta Fleeta Daniel she is an elder in the Lord's church she's going to talk to you about who else she is um in 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 uh in the world of uh of her profession but uh elder we yeah. have- honored to have you and I can hear you too. I can see and hear you. So I wonderful. thank you for ready. And uh, if you will, just speak to us and uh, give us a greeting. How are you feeling, Elder?
1: I'm feeling wonderful and very grateful to be here. Uh, just blessed that God has brought me to this season in my life. And uh, so appreciative of how he did it. Uh, I can see better on this side of it. Uh, the path that and the journey and and why he took me the way he took me and so i'm just grateful grateful again. to
0: be here. well we're grateful for you and um i have given portions of uh, your testimony but i tried to make sure i didn't say anything that was privileged um because you know, again the, the higher levels that we have in, in business you know, the more conscientious we have to be in terms of what we say and how we say it. And I respect that. But I'd like to ask you to, to uh, just share with our listeners and our viewers, and we do honor those who are on the phone as well. Share with us uh, a little bit about your journey, uh, professional journey. And, and as you do so, point out to us how a kingdom principle, a knowledge of God's expectation and God's empowerment has helped to make the difference as you've made that journey, particularly these recent years and months.
1: Okay. Well, um, I'll start with, you know, well, my profession is IT. I've been in IT for over 30 years and I started this journey as a programmer. I started my journey as a programmer, one who creates. And so, uh, the Lord blessed me in that space where uh, you know creativity is definitely needed for this in, in this space because you are thinking beyond what is asked of you. You have to see such a complete picture, uh, way beyond what was put before you. You have to think about the knots as well as the 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 things that you're trying to do and so the lord started me on this journey uh as a programmer and within ten years or so uh i was recognized and and became a manager and you know and it would you know it it was a nice progression uh through my management years uh and, and and i was grateful i was very grateful i felt the hand of god on my life until i came to this place where there would seem to have been this glass ceiling that everyone speaks of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it became, you know, something that I could not move at all, no matter how hard I I tried to do it. And at my lowest point, professionally, my lowest point, I mean, so overwhelmed and, and just removed, I walked into... You you preaching about Joseph, and 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 what my position should be as a kingdom professional, and and I sat in the back of the church that night. I was really late, and uh, we were having our Georgia meeting. Uh, so overwhelmed, but I could not move my mind towards you know away from what you were saying that night and 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 I was sort of thrown back because in my in my in my lowest place I I was saying do I just leave this do is, is it is God's head you know this is it you just need to leave and, and get out of this because you should be doing ministry that's what you should be doing ministry really focusing on a sermon or or teaching someplace so I was, I mean, really came to church heartbroken that something I had created, something that was wonderful was being taken and someone else was given the opportunity to present it. And you know, I felt uh, that uh, Ellen, the good that I Ellen, had. Me interrupt, uh-huh. But but
0: um I want you to say that again, that part about what had happened with regard to something you'd created. And when 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 you say it, make sure you define that for the benefit of some of us who might not be quite as familiar with the term. But then go to that incident about somebody actually, as it were, stealing your creative uh, and intellectual property.
1: So we'll speak to that. Okay. So so I you know t- you know I I have I chose a career in technology. Um, and um, you know one of the I'm going to go back. One of one of my my initial um, journey in college, my major was religion and philosophy. Definitely headed towards teaching and somebody somewhere. That was it. And then I realized I looked and I said, oh, my God, I went to a college fair. And it was showing how much money these people would make in that in that profession. I said, oh, I can't take care of my mom off of, you know, that. I need to change my career to something else where I can really, you know, be able to bless, take care of my mom and bless my family. And that's how I I chose this path. So when when I came to that point of of being, feeling that I was tapped out, I I began to question whether or not it was God's intent for me to change my, my career direction. And so that night, well earlier that day I had had a very important meeting with uh senior vice president of our company and the new um technology uh president about uh a direction for a design that I had and it was moving us forward uh someplace we would really we really need to go and um everybody was really excited about it thought it was great and the and and the, and uh so he was coming from the UK to to uh, California and and it, it was a great time and and someone else was asked to present what 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 I was proposing and I was I was I, ooh, I clenched my chest I was like, "Oh my god no And so we're on this call and 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 he's trying to present it and, and he could not. He just couldn't do it. And he's well, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna let Fleeta talk about this. You know, this is her thing, and and, and she I'm sure she can do it better than I can. And, and I knew I could, and part of me really wanted to say, Nope, I'm not gonna say a word. You do it. And 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 that word that that you had preached, it it, it came up in me to say, Fleta, this is not about you. This is about. Your positioning Al to win here. You've got to make sure he wins, and 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 so that's what came up in me, and and I I went forward with with what I needed to do for my senior vice president, even though he was the one who chose to have someone else do it. I said no. I, I'm going to do what I need to do. To still advance you in this company, and so as I went forward, uh, they came to the opinion that I needed to meet the the president of, of IT in California, and not the person who they had elected to go. and And so I went on, and 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 from that point, uh, you know, we had some great discussions, and, and I became a voice in, in the company around these types of solutions. I could have stayed in my feelings and said, no, you go, you fail, but I, I came up out of my feelings and, and I went forward to give honor to my boss because he met us there and um, and to, to make him look good and to make his team look good uh, because you know, his his opinion of me uh was that I could not articulate my design well, uh, and we needed to give it to someone else. And and really, I I knew it was more than that. In IT, in, in, a, in the financial industry, women and especially black females are tapped at a certain level. And so You're not always heard, no matter how wonderful it is, you won't always be heard. And I knew he knew that. And so they gave it to someone else. Person would be heard. And so um, the Lord gave me an opportunity to present to someone outside of this country who heard me. He could hear me. And uh, it was. It, it it has been a journey, a positive journey since that time.
0: You know, you know may I? Know. I know there's more. I know there's more. <laughs> um, I've heard so much. Uh, we, we we're hearing about culture. We're hearing about systemic oppression, the oppression of women, the oppression of African American women. All of these things are current in the news right now. Some people are using them properly. Some people are abusing them, but it's relevant. But the thing that kept you from shutting down was the word of the Lord concerning a Joseph whose purpose by God was to bring Pharaoh's dream into interpretation and then bring the interpretation into proper implementation, or the fullness of his implications, and as Joseph did that, then God's going to take care of Joseph's dream coming to pass. You have blessed us already. Now,
1: now tell us a little more about how this continues to unfold. So as 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 we we started out at uh, from that time, and and uh, you know my. Input into our area began to grow and it was recognized and it was very positive. Always getting absolutely fantastic feedback. Uh, I was expecting, as I had been told, that I would be promoted. And so my journey had been, you know, manager, director, senior director, and the next level was that of a vice president. So I was promised, and years began to go by. Bishop, you know, I would say, I'm close. I've been promised, you know, I was, and I would, I would be very excited about those opportunities uh, and the possibility. And yet someone else was brought in as the VP in that space. And I, I was like, oh my God, no, <laughs> What, what is this? And immediately, you know, I'm in my feelings again, I'm in my feelings again. But as, as we, as we think about how God develops us, before we step into that place of honor, he ensures that we are properly adorned, not just with what we know to get the tactical done, but also adorned with how to be very strategic yes. in yes. everything that we do. And so this woman comes in and they want me to fly to California, and meet her, and blah blah and you know, went on and smiled and. And and we went on to our mm-hmm. meetings. And the second day, she, sit, she positions herself next to me. I was like, oh, no, she wants to get to know me. Yeah, sure. And so she sits next to me. And we, we move on. And we're talking. We're in, in a discussion about some things that need to occur. And once again, I'm not being heard. She leans over to me. And she said, why can't they hear the value of what you're saying? Mm. I said, you know, I'm used to it. She said, don't get used to it. This is what I want you to do. I don't know her. She gives me directions on how to change my posture, my tone, all of my information. She said, try this. I'm going to back you up and let's see how this works for us. At the time, I never knew I was going to be working under her. She may have had been told. But she, she's just someone who begins to coach me. I said, okay, that's not bad. I'll, I'll do it. I took her advice. And to this very day, it is always the way that I present. Because from that time forward, I have never had a problem being heard and being valued for what I bring to the table. Later, this person becomes my new senior vice president. She came as a VP. She became my senior vice president. And she said to me, she said, I have to prepare you for an executive level. And she began to coach me and prepare me. And she, as others had promised me that this position would be mine. And um, last year, my executive package went to the UK for approval under her, and um, we were able to get it approved. But then the pandemic happened and no one in in the country, in the world, under our company was being promoted. They ceased everything. And so when she came to me in in July and said, it's approved, they're gonna do it. I was very skeptical because I'm thinking, no, they said nobody's getting promoted and nobody's gonna be given any kind of increase. And I don't want a promotion without the proper compensation. And lo and behold, It happened. It happened. And you know, it it was it was just amazing. God blessed me with the promotion that I felt I deserved years ago. But God felt that I needed to be groomed and adorned with some other qualities outside of my technical abilities that will allow me to go into the boardroom properly, you know, fit to present. And and so it's been a blessing. Seven years, seven months to the day of my last promotion, God elevated me to Vice President of Client Delivery for North America. Congratulations. <laughs> Hallelujah.
0: I'm telling you, I don't know about everybody on the stream. I, I see some things that you all are saying it is absolutely powerful. We're, matter of fact, I, I'm sorry. I, you can tell that, that that I'm not IT because I should have been putting some of these comments up while they were coming through. Um, I know one thing I was concerned about our reception. Sometimes our audio was being compromised a little bit, but oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You have blessed us, uh, Elder, with your testimony. I, I looked and saw one of our um, Daughters in the Lord talk about the fact that she's experienced some of this ceiling uh, thing that you've uh, comments like change your posture and tone to be seen and heard. So, the Penny McNeil points out your statement, the uh, way you said never get used to being heard. This is profound, profound. You're being adorned with being strategic and everything that we do. This has been. This has been remarkable. Now it it sounds as if you are thankful to God. It sounds oh. Like, oh. but but since, <laughs> but since this is the month of the grateful professional, mm-hmm. uh point out one more. You've already dealt with you you've you've talked about culture, and really and truly one of the main things that I've heard you lift up is that you had content but you needed someone to mentor you with regard to presentation and the confidence with regard to it. And whenever I hear that, I'm always looking because the scripture says it first. There's an Esther who has her own intrinsic beauty, her own greatness, but God gives her a Haggai to prepare her to stand before the King. God gives us that coach, that mentor who Mm -hmm. is going to prepare us to stand before our King, so to speak. Tremendous. So so just share with us uh, any particular principle from among what you've already said, or maybe one more, that is a kingdom of God principle for which you can certainly give thanks because, and somebody, Pastor uh, Horn, I believe it was, someone said just now, that's being disciplined in order for you to endure and not blow up. And you use the expression, not getting in your feelings. And I have to know, Esther had two coaches. She had Mordecai, who she grew up under, and then she had Head Guy, who she met in the professional arena. I happen to know your sister also <laughs> is, is one of these Mordecais, <laughs> along with your mother and all the others. But um, uh, she she is your cheerleader, but but she'll also come back and be coached too. Yeah. Uh, we, we honor her um, as well. But but share with us a a, a principle that um, your brothers and certainly your sisters can take away from this moment as a grateful professional?
1: One of the things I, I bless God for is my ability to know where what I know, it, it stops, it ends. And, I, and I'm faced with, you know, going beyond that knowing, my earthly knowing. Trusting God, the Holy Spirit, and, and, and really having that relationship. Amen. It allows us to innovate beyond anything that we could perceive. I mean, you know, I, I've been telling people, anybody who would listen, God is fantastic as a programmer, a mathematician. He is just super wonderful because there's no way in the world I would have come up with that how can i come up with something that good you know a little girl from griffin georgia no it it goes beyond us and so really beginning to trust that god will lift you above the common conversation he will he will pull you back and out of the view that everyone else has and he shifts your view to to be something so different that it can almost scare you a little bit but learning to trust that that what God is giving us is going to give us that kingdom advantage, not being afraid of going forward and and being able to stand alone and and, and know that I'm confident because God has me. I can be confident about this because I know God gave me this. It comes it goes beyond me. and that's the same thing. I felt years ago when I was presenting uh, the idea about moving from a COBOL language, you know, which is old, to to Java, and, and and you know, presenting that idea, and and now all of these years, you know, have passed, and we have this huge big project to push out. A new design uh, for our base product that is so much like what I tried to do, oh gosh, seven years ago, eight years ago. You know, it it is so uh, it's so amazing how you know that you can't be that far ahead of time by yourself. You you just can't. And Mm -hmm. and it it, it's a God thing. It's it's a God moment. So trusting God. Trusting what's on the inside of us and and not being afraid to stand alone uh, is, is, you know, one of the things I would say.
0: I will tell you, uh, Elder, you have blessed us tremendously. I don't know if everybody is excited, is as excited as I am, but I get I get so excited when I hear God's people articulate the heart of God and and frame their experience through the lens. Of the Lord. Um, to hear you uh lift up innovation uh a few months ago. That was our theme. Matter of fact, uh it was our theme for several months, I believe. Um, but how those things, those words are made flesh, it's not just talk, it's not just a good conversation, but it becomes something that you're applying and 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 it's so God has given you such an innovative power at times that you've been years ahead of in your imagination, years ahead of in your expectation what was actually being implemented. And and you use an expression, and it's absolutely, absolutely accurate, the kingdom advantage. If God's professionals would understand that he has given us the winning edge and that nobody else can touch you, nobody else can touch you When you're in that zone where you're honoring God's spirit, you are conforming to God's word. No, nothing can stop you. I want you, uh, brothers and sisters that are in the comments. uh, You're already saying some powerful things, but but I I want you to make sure you share. If this is blessing you, if this is encouraging you, make sure you share it and um, uh, let Elva Fleeter know that 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 this that she's sharing is is a blessing. Um, She'll be able to go and go back to the page and look at some of the things you said. Uh, My, 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 my. We're encouraged, encouraged. I wanna say to you, um, Elder Daniel, thank you so much. And uh, I wanna say thank you for uh, uh, being tenacious uh, so that God could get the glory as he has gotten and as he shall get in your life. And thank God for your acknowledgement of a word that helped turn things for you. Uh, Brother Kenneth Copeland, I think, is the one who says, one word from God can change one. your life from ever, forever. And so thank you, Elder. Thank you for your time. Uh, any final comment you'd like to lift, you're welcome.
1: The one thing I would like to say to my sisters and brothers in Christ is that We cannot run away from knowledge. We must pursue knowledge and not just desire gift, desire the thing in front of you, but pursue the knowledge that's necessary to have you stand there, to be able to answer those difficult questions, to be able to say, I have all of the credentials, to say, I know what I am speaking of, and you can speak of it in confidence. A lot of times school gets hard. I know it. I've been there. But you can't quit. You can't change your major because the subjects get difficult there There is a lot to earn in technology and uh i would I would just ask you know those of us on this call for your children and your grandchildren and even yourselves, don't be afraid of math and science pursue it our Our world is going to need more people who can do the analytics and and the and the The job market is there right now because of Black Lives Matters and a lot of things that have happened in in our country and the exposure of systemic racism. People are looking for people like us to hire us. We have to have the qualifications and and the job is there along with wonderful compensation.
0: Elder, thank you so much. This is a blessing. Just know that we will be talking about this for a long time to come. Um, And uh, we appreciate you. And please convey our condolences, our ongoing condolences to Bishop Smith and uh, Pastor Smith. And we will continue to reach out to them and pray for them.
1: Oh, I will.
0: God bless bless you so much. Oh, my goodness, my brothers and sisters. What a mighty God we serve and what a mighty example of the goodness of God. And may I say this to you, this is one person among hundreds and even thousands to whom we are all connected that has a story about how the message of the kingdom of God is transforming their lives. Now, some of you I don't know personally, some of you I've gotten to know really uh, you during the pandemic as you have come alongside. I have invited various ones of you from time to time to inbox us if you have um, a comment or insight and so forth. I encourage you to do that as well today because there may be someone else who has something similar. That's a testimony of that nature. Even if I just share the testimony or even if I'm edified by the testimony myself, this, this is not to be taken lightly. Men and women many times are going through the same thing you're going through and and, and the same struggle, the same obstacle that you're going through. And the enemy, one of the things that the devil does is that he uses what predatory animals do to their prey that is he capitalizes upon that individual with a sense of isolation nobody knows what i'm going through nobody's ever suffered like this nobody's ever had this kind of pressure nobody had. but the bible says there have no temptation taken you except uh that which is common to man god wants you to know you you're not the only one who's been in it you're not the only one who's in it now It goes on and says, but God is faithful, who who will not suffer you to be tempted above, tested above that which you're able. But he will, with the temptation, make a way of escape. Listen, I want to remind you. That this is the month of the grateful professional. Where do you get this from? David in First Chronicles 29 is demonstrating to us the true spirit of a grateful professional. I want to say to you that uh, David, listen to me well. David is at the end of his life looking back. Now, Fleta is not at the end of her life. You are not at the end of your life. but I, So I don't want you to think about it from that angle, but I want you to think about it from the angle of a time period. A time period, a season in your life. You're at a turn. David was at a turn. He was at a transition. He was at a point of shifting. For him, it was going to be the last shift. For you, it's not necessarily the last shift. I don't believe that it's for most of us, if any of us, that it's our last shift, but it is a shift. And notice that one of the things that he is challenged to do is to prepare his son to be his successor to prepare Solomon to rule as David has ruled, to reign as David has reigned, to live as David has lived, and then to take what God has begun to build through David and build it to a greater degree through Solomon. And so notice that at this scene that we're reading in First Chronicles 29, David has a bundle of blueprints that he's passing along to Solomon. Don't miss this. If you miss this, you'll have almost missed Why we came together, he has this bundle of of blueprints that he's giving to Solomon in terms of how to build God's temple. But I pointed out to the brothers and sisters that in a real sense, David is not giving Solomon a blueprint, David is Solomon's blueprint. David's life is Solomon's blueprint. He says, I'm not just giving you instructions as to how to build an edifice, but how to build a life that glorifies God. You see that. What Sister Daniels did with her testimony is that she shared a blueprint, a portion of a blueprint that will help someone else to build in his or her career, profession, etc. Do you see that? And you and I are charged. Notice when she got down to the part where she was telling us to encourage our children not to skip the math and the science. See, that's in the blueprint. That's in the blueprint. I gave the illustration this morning of uh, Brother Paul Crouch. Paul Crouch, the late great founder along with his wife, Sister Jan of TBN, the largest Christian television network in the world. And some of us who were around years ago, remember him writing his autobiography and he entitled it, I had no father but God. But the literary framework that he used in structuring the book is that he wrote the book as a letter to his sons, Paul Jr. and Matthew. He wrote the book as a letter to his sons. And he entitles it, I had no father, but God, he wants, God bless you, Pastor Gerald. He wants his sons to know the blueprint. See, that book is not a book. That book is a capitulation, a, 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 a chronicling of his life. His life is a blueprint. He said he's telling the good, the bad, the ugly, what to do, what not to do, and why both. Paul Crouch's father died when he was seven. Please stay with me. Paul Crouch's father died when he was seven. That's why the book is entitled, I Had No Father But God. I see here's why it's important for him to write it from that angle and uh, for these sons, directed to these sons from the angle of I had no father, but God, these sons have never been without a father. These sons have never been without the validation that comes from a father. The assurance that comes, the provision that comes from having a father who's engaged in your life, a good father, a God fearing father. Now, let's go back to David. David is teaching and admonishing Solomon because Solomon has never been a poor man or a poor boy, the way David started off. He's never been the son of a poor man as David was as the son of Jesse. He has never been an unknown as David was before he killed Goliath. And many times when we're attempting to raise up successors, The success of the successor is hindered because he or she does not appreciate the price of the success of the predecessor. They're living in the success of the predecessor, but they don't understand the price and the process and the principles of the success of the predecessor. My children have always had running water. I went outside and used a hand pump. My children have always had indoor plumbing. I'm talking about Michael Blue's children. I used the toilet outside. My children always had their father in the home with them. I never spent one night under the same roof with my biological father, and so there. Appreciation of certain things is not going to be the same as mine because they don't have the same set of experiences. My responsibility, David's responsibility, Paul Crouch's responsibility is to give them the blueprint so that they can appreciate how it is that their lives have come to where they are and where God wants to take their life. David says, I've got to stop and tell God, thank you, and let Solomon know. Solomon, I didn't get here by myself. Oh, God, I thank you for your presence right now. He said, it's the Lord that made me rich. It's the Lord that gave me honor. It's the Lord that has given me prestige and influence. It's the Lord that has given us all of this wealth. And if you'll follow him according to this blueprint, He intends to cause your success to exceed mine. That's the spirit of the grateful professional. That's the spirit. Paul Crouch told his boys, I had no father but God. But I'm your blueprint. And if you respect the God of your father, He'll cause what we're building after my death to be greater than anything I built during my life. Do you know that TBN is larger now than it was when Paul Crouch was alive? Do you know the temple was greater, infinitely greater than anything that David ever built? built? The fame of Solomon in that day exceeded the fame and the riches of David. You and I are destined to raise up and groom Some Solomon, some individual Solomon or some group of Solomons. Because we are grateful to God. Grateful enough to groom. Listen, we, the the phrase that the Lord gave us is that we are obligated to orient. We are obligated to orient. We are obligated to turn Solomon in the right direction for success. We're obligated to let him know it ain't always been like this. You understand, it ain't always been like this. It hasn't always been like this. Things have not always been as uh, accessible as they are now. We haven't always been able to, quote, spend money as we spend it now. We haven't always been able to eat at this restaurant Monday, another Tuesday, cook at home Wednesday, order out Thursday. We haven't always been able. Come on now. We're obligated to orient our successors. We're obligated to orient somebody around us. You've got a Solomon somewhere around you that God has obligated you to orient. I'm done. Our time has gone. I pray you've been blessed. Uh just as last week, I encourage you to go back to listen to the 715 session, because there's more there that we don't get to cover here. And there are things here that we don't get to cover there. Until we meet again, this is Michael Blue of the Fellowship of Kingdom Professionals, encouraging you to go forth and lead. Make the name of Jesus Christ glorious. Make the career of Satan brief and miserable. Together, let us bring pleasure to Christ's heart and fame To his name. Until we meet again, the peace of God go with you. Thank you for listening to the Fellowship of Kingdom Professionals, FKP, the podcast. If you'd like more engagement, click the link in the show notes to join like-minded professionals in the FKP Facebook group. Follow us at Bishop M.A. Blue on all platforms. Also join the FKP Weekly Conversation Live every Monday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Finally, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. May God bless you until we meet again.